Blog Talk Radio. accommodating like we, we're trying to get this thing in early because the yankee game's on tonight so uh she didn't get done work until a little after five and like she wanted to get work, and you wanted to get your workout in yeah and so she squeezed it in and literally stopped two minutes ago to be on the air with me yeah i didn't even get to finish it and now she's glistening yeah I'm it's glistening. like pixie dust right yep something like that <laughs> but today's show we're going to talk about the 49 ride challenge and uh boy that's my nemesis that uh <laughs> I went into that thing very excited and left very defeated. <laughs> and, and very angry. Very angry. But uh, before we get into that, we'll do a little bit of news. There's not a lot. Uh, there is one thing that Danny likes, though. There is? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, they announced today that they will be serving mimosas and uh, what was the other sangrias at yeah. Be Our Guest Restaurant. And as most of you probably know, the only place in Magic Kingdom that you can get alcohol is Be Our Guest. Which I'm assuming that's going to change at some point. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, like, flip out whenever it comes up comes up in discussion. But, I mean, it is what it is. People like to drink. Well, it was a big issue when they originally said that Beer Guest was going to have beer and wine. Because mm-hmm. they currently serve that, obviously. And, uh, y- you know what? I understand why everybody gets upset saying, you know, Walt didn't want uh, alcohol at the main park. But, in reality... People are drinking at all the hotels on the monorail and going into the parks regardless. So if you want to drink, there's people who are intoxicated going into the parks. People regardless. are going to find ways to drink. People, we know people, we've seen people who sneak it into the park if they want to. Like, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah, I mean, people, except for the food and wine, I would say I always see people drinking responsibly. I mean, you look at like Animal Kingdom I've or I've seen Epcot. people drunk at Animal Kingdom, but I mean... I don't sloppy and belligerent though uh, yeah like yeah. once or twice see that's unfortunate that's when it, it kind of does put a black eye on the whole thing is when you have a couple idiots that drink to oblivion and don't know how to handle it I mean you and I both drink when we're at the parks but we're very responsible and we're also not like ugly <laughs> ugly drinkers like we can control ourselves we yeah can, we'll get a, a smiley face if anything makes me more pleasant it just I don't know it just helps me like well it's 
I don't know, it gets me in like vacation mode. I like to have a couple of drinks and just relax, you know? Yeah, you just returned from vacation last week and uh I didn't go to Magic Kingdom because I couldn't drink there. I, I know, I was just gonna say that. Like <laughs> when I got a text from her, I'm like, You gotta go to Magic Kingdom, right? She's like I don't know. I can't get anything to drink. Well, because yet. I'm not, I just don't care about rides. And also, like, this is probably going to get me, like, beaten up. Oh. But we've been to Disney so many times. It's kind of like, there's only so much I can do. That, like, I, I would rather just, like, wander around and people watch. And there are some things that I like to see. But, like, I don't care about the rides. I just don't. Yeah, I actually discussed that in the last podcast is, you know, you've got the people that don't get to Disney that often. And, of course, they want to get on every ride because, you know, they, they miss Peter Pan or they miss Yeah, Flash and I Mountain. totally get that. But, I mean, this is that was my third time there this year. And, and I, don't, I mean, believe me, I don't take it for granted. And I don't mean to sound like a spoiled brat or anything like that. But it's just, I, it's not so urgent for me. I mean, I know we're going back in a month. So it's not urgent for me to go to Magic Kingdom and do all that stuff. Plus, I like to go with my daughter. Yeah, well, it's actually transformed a lot of the ways we do vacation. We discussed this last podcast as well as, um, it gives you the opportunity to, to experience it in different ways. Like you don't need to do the same vacation over and over and over again, where you can actually take that time and do like what you want to do personally, like just people watch or have some drinks or whatever. Because I know towards the end of my solo trip that I went on just before you, I was actually riding out myself and I'm a ride person. Yeah. <laughs> I had a day where I was like, enough, I'm just going to relax and get something to eat and get something to drink. So yeah, I could totally get where you're coming from. Uh, some of the other big news was the price increase of snacks, uh, which basically, from what I saw, was soda and ice creams. Okay. And most of them, the sodas, you know, I shouldn't just say sodas, but all the soft drinks went up 50 cents. And most of the snacks, like the Mickey bars, the churros, all that nonsense, that went up 75 cents, which... Well, I mean, I think people have to understand, too, that, I mean, that could have been partially because the distributor raised the prices. It's not always, like, Disney's trying to screw you over. I think sometimes you know, it's coming from multiple sources. Yeah, I mean, realistically, though, I'm kind of looking at the prices right now. Like, sodas went from 320 to 399 Yeah, $399 is expensive in the real world. Like, if you're buying a 12-pack from your local, local grocery store, it's not a good deal. But in the grand scheme of things, if you look at other places like going to a baseball game, oh my God, or going Yankee to a Stadium concert, makes this look like Walmart prices. Yeah, I mean Disney has really done a pretty decent job in keeping within the standards across the country for theme other theme parks or baseball games or football games. So I don't look at these prices and go, holy crap. I mean, obviously compared to what you get it for in a convenience store, it's holy crap. But in the grand scheme of things, it's actually pretty legit. Kind of funny, like the ice cream going up seventy five cents. What do we pay for the ice cream truck? Uh, oh, it's like two bucks, two isn't bucks, it? Yeah, two fifty, I think. I was I don't want to date myself and seem like an old man, but I'm like I remember when you were seventy five cents is to ice buy them. On there? It's not on there. Uh, it is on there, lower down. Oh, all right. Under we're actually peeking on the computer. It was on there. Oh, I don't see it. I think they showed Mickey Bar and something else went up like seventy five cents, oh. which I'm totally good with. You know, if you're going to start nitpicking prices of soft drinks and snacks while you're going to Disney, uh, <laughs> maybe that's not the best vacation. Or bring your own snacks. I mean, lots of people bring their own snacks and water and sodas and stuff. Do that. Yeah, you not only can do that, but they also offer free fountain water. Right which is disgusting. Or go to the, um, what's it called? The cool zone. The cool zone. You get all the free soda you want. From yeah. Coca-Cola. You can drink all the Beverly you want. Load up on that Beverly. It's delicious. 
Um, and the other, only other thing they showed is they've got new aerial footage from the Star Wars land, which, you know, they, they keep showing this stuff like every couple weeks. It, it's a little bit monotonous. It, it doesn't change that much in a couple weeks where you get that thrill. I wish they'd actually hold off and show like every four months or five months. But right. It, it was nice to see that there's a lot of progress. As we know, it's opening next year. So obviously there's a lot of progress. They're, they're kind of getting at crunch time now. So. Uh, if you're a huge Star Wars dork like I am, go check out the new photos. They uh, they do show quite a bit. And if you're over at uh, Toy Story Land, if you're in Disney, go on Slinky Dog, and you can actually get a very good bird's eye view if you take that big – when you initially shoot out, there's a, a, a big uh, hill that you go on. Yeah. If you go over that hill and look off to your right-hand side, you get a great view of Star Wars Land, which uh, – was the main reason why I rode Slinky Dog about six times. Yeah. I kept hanging my head over the side and drooling. But, yeah, that's about all in the news. Um, the main thing we're here to talk about is the 49 Ride Challenge. And I told Danielle about this before I actually went away, that I wanted to do this. And what did you tell me? That you're stupid. <laughs> probably, probably something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, if any of you don't really know about it, it's from, there's a site called Parkology, and they've come up with this ridiculous challenge, and they've got a, some of the rules they put in there are, re, what, you're looking at it like. You didn't do, I'm just reading the rules and stuff. You didn't actually do that. Oh, you, no. I did not follow these rules in the least bit. Because I was going to say, you don't know how to tweet and stuff. <laughs> there's no way. I have tweeted before. Yeah? I, I am tweet capable. Well, but you it, you aren't capable enough to, like, tweet everything that you're doing no. all day. No, definitely not. That would throw me way off. I know. Uh, I did it as a, a fun challenge where I wanted to see if I could do it. If you go on the Parkology website, they have, like, the most ridiculous rules. Like, if you have a ride on FastPass, say Dinosaur, and Dinosaur breaks down, and then they give you a multi-pass where you can use yeah. on anything. You are not allowed to use it on anything but dinosaurs. So you have to wait for that thing to reopen. Um, you can't use paper fast passes if somebody happened to give them to you. You can only use normal. And this is kind of weird. They say you can only use normal park hours, but you can use extra magic hours. So mm -hmm. if you are actually staying on property, you can take advantage of the extra magic hours, but you can't use a DVC event or a Halloween party or Christmas party or any of that nonsense. Now, when I started planning this thing out, I was really confident. <laughs> I was like, this thing is not a problem. Uh, but one of the things I did that really kind of brought this into perspective was I broke it down. I had 15 hours to do this. Th those are the park hours I had on the day I went. So I did very simple math. I divided the uh, 49 rides into 15 hours, and it basically broke down to 18 minutes a ride, which is ridiculous. To, to I mean, that. That doesn't count your time in between walking each ride, time and you know you got to figure time waiting for the ride, the ride itself. Yeah. And then of course you got to go from park to park. So I mean, 18 minutes is so ridiculous. So I had it mapped out the night before. And one of the other things they make you do, which drives me crazy, is uh, Main Street cars is one of the things that they consider a ride. If none of you are familiar with that, very early in the morning before rope drop, they have the cars that come out, the fire truck. Uh, the horse and trolley, all the, those things. You have to get on one of those and take it for a ride in order to make this challenge. So what I had to do was start Magic Kingdom, obviously, get that out of the way. I was going to do a small percentage of the rides in Magic Kingdom, go knock off each park one at a time, and then get over to Magic Kingdom to finish it up. 
So uh, one of the other things that was going against me was I didn't really consider the heat. <laughs> uh, it was about 95 plus and crazy humid, which I didn't even think about September. I thought it would be cooling off at that point. I guess uh, that's hurricane season, you know, yeah, to be humid. So I got there at 8 o'clock in the morning, park open at 9. I did my Main Street vehicle, and then I got in ride for landing for rope drop. And by 8.30, there was a river of sweat going down <laughs> that I couldn't even believe. So as the rope drop came, I, I started hitting the, the rides I was playing on hitting. I got mine train out of the way, obviously, because that's a big one. Started to hit some of the smaller ones that didn't have lines like Dumbo and Pooh, Little Mermaid, Barnstormer. I was kind of trying to get that area of the park done. I was actually running in between each ride, if you can picture this. So I would get on the ride, jump off it, and actually jog to the next <laughs> ride. So, uh, by the time I got out of Magic Kingdom, I was beat. I was like, I was already physically destroyed at that point. It was probably only like 10 o'clock in the morning. But I carried on. If, if Danielle could tell you anything, it's I'm stubborn, right? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, to a fault? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to lose. I, I'm also a. I don't like to give up. I don't like to lose. So no matter what it takes, I'm gonna try to do it. So from Magic Kingdom, I went over to. Animal Kingdom, and I decided I'd go and do a circle in the park. I'd knock out Nabe River. I would knock out Flights of Passage, keep going around, hit Cali River Rapids. Rafiki's, Rafiki's Planet Watch is on this list. You literally have to take the train to Planet Watch and then take the train back. The train counts as the ride? The train does. That's dumb. That's transportation. I mean, were they going to count the monorail? Well, I was going to say the monorail. Uh, the train in Magic Kingdom must count too then, right? That does count, and I did that first thing in the morning. Actually, that was, out of any of the mistakes I made all day, that was one of the only things that worked against me was uh, I was going to hop on the train in Fantasyland and had already taken off. So I had to sprint from Fantasyland to Main Street to get the Oh, train. you had to beat it? Yeah, so I basically <laughs> raced the train. So That's that awesome. should be another challenge, right? Race the, Race the uh, train. The Disney World train. So um, I got done with the jungle or the, the uh, safari, mm -hmm. I got done with Rafiki's Planet Watch, and I went to do Cali River Rapids, and they were like, it's been closed all day. You're out of luck. So I skipped that, hit Dinoland, got all Dinoland done, circled back to Cali River Rapids, and it was still closed. Yeah. So I was feeling a little bit defeated at that point. I think I called Danielle and totally like, listen, I'm only going to get 48 rides in. It stinks. And, uh, I started jogging out of the park. So if you know Animal Kingdom, Asia is probably about the furthest point from the entrance. So I jogged from Asia to bag check and checked my app one more time. And sure enough, Cali River Rapids <laughs> opened. So I had to turn around, run back to Cali River Rapids, get that out of the way and jog back again. So uh, I went from there over to Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, what did I do at Hollywood Studios? I got Slinky Dog. I got all the the Toy Story Land rides out of the way. I did Slinky Dog. I did Alien Saucer Spin, which was brutal, and I did Toy Story Mania. Shout out to Zori that hooked me up and got me on Toy Story Land. Are you asking me if that's her name? Because I wasn't with you, so I don't know. I was just giving a brief <laughs> pause for my old man brain to start working. And you always give me that look like, is this real? Is this the right 
the right thing. Well, listen, I, I, and I'm going to openly say it for everybody. I openly cheated on this challenge because you're not supposed to use paper fast passes, which I did. You're not supposed to get any cast member help, which I did. It was limited. It wasn't like I got tons of help, but I did get on a few rides uh, quicker because of cast members. And um, boy, with all those advantages and still not being able to finish it, it's crazy. But anyway, I got those out of the way and I hadn't eaten all day. So between the physical pain and the sweat and the lack of sleep, I decided I had to eat something. So I grabbed a Mickey pretzel and a diet soda and I'm <laughs> walking through the parks with food in one hand and soda in the other, eating as much as I could till I got to that tower of terror. And here's a little hint for everybody. If you're not eating anything any day at all during the day and you're sweating and feeling like physically sick, Tower of Terror is probably not the best to Probably go not. But I muscled through it. I did Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, which just escalated my ill feeling, and then went over to Star Tours. And you guys know I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I closed my eyes to the entire, entire Star Wars thing because I thought I was going to Ralph. I was, like, that sick at that point. And it's amazing when you're sick how long that ride feels when you're up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even, like, if, if you feel fine and then you start to get a little bit dizzy, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> When's this thing going to get yeah. over? And if you stay awake during that ride, it, it feels like it's over in an instant. If you stay awake? You if you're watching it <laughs> and you're taking a ride like normal, it feels like a very quick yeah. ride. And, boy, this ride felt like it was 20 minutes long. I mean, I had all I could do was, like, holding my – trying to breathe and keep my eyes closed. Got through it and left to go to Epcot. And this is probably the only wasted time I had during the entire thing. I sat in the parking lot in my car talking to myself. <laughs> is this really worth it? Do I want to really do this? I think I called Danielle too. And I was just like, you know, I'm just shot. I don't think I could do it. And uh, of course I push on because I'm a moron. So I get in there and I start hitting rides again. And I slept during these rides. I slept during Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. I slept during Nemo. The land soaring. I mean, to me, these were breaks to like try to recoup. Uh, Figment, I dozed off during. So I got all those out of the way. I ran out to Frozen, and I didn't realize. Well, I should say before I even start is that um, I didn't realize they had extra magic hours at um, Epcot. So when I arrived at the park, everybody and their mother were going there. So I had an extra long bag check. I had an extra long line to get in. And then the park itself was busy with food and wine on top of everything else. So uh, my timing was definitely poor going to that, that park last. So I got uh, frozen in. I got the, Me- the three Caballeros in Mexico. Yep. And then I realized there was no way I was getting the last two in. I wasn't going to get to Test Track or uh, Mission, or excuse me, Spaceship. What am I thinking? I have no idea. Mission Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to get to Mission Mars. So at that point with losing those two rides, I decided to quit. I probably could have got 45 rides in if I continued. Cause I was going to finish up in magic kingdom. I still had like four hours left. Yeah. I only had like 11 rides to do. I would have knocked those out pretty easy. But at that point I was so physically exhausted and I had already lost out on two rides. It wasn't the 47 ride challenge. It was the 49 ride challenge. I said the hell with it. And I left. I actually had Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party tickets for that night and just didn't do it. I went back to the hotel and like weeped. <laughs> so yeah, we've had a lot of people like as I was going along because I was posting pictures as I was doing it, kind of let the uh, the crazy for Disney group get in on all of the 
fun I was having. And um, a lot of people kept saying, oh, my God, that looks so incredible. It looks so much fun. I can't wait to try it. I don't want to discourage anybody, but that is not fun. Everything about it is stressful. The time leading up to it, like trying to figure out what you're going on is stressful. Every little thing bothers you. Anybody that gets in your way that's walking slow bothers you. When you're in line, and you know when you're in line for a ride and you get those gaps between yeah. people, not, those frustrate you. <laughs> you don't enjoy the ride. Like You're like, why is this ride taking so long? I got the next place to go. So, you know, I don't want to discourage anybody because obviously, you know, everybody's different. I would say if you're going to try it, really be careful with the weather because I honestly believe I was physically in trouble during that, that challenge. Well, like, you also didn't hydrate. No, I, w- I was not like drinking. Co- I did buy a number of waters, so I shouldn't say I didn't at all, but I definitely could have had more. Well, you didn't eat anything. You, I mean, water isn't going to do it either. Like if it's super hot like that and you're running and oh, yeah. racing trains and stuff, you need electrolytes. That's pretty impressive that I raced a train and won. Yes, you're very impressive, Rudy. <laughs> so, uh, I will say um, I'm glad I did it just for the fact that I tried it. Uh, I don't think I'll do it again. And we mentioned on the last podcast that uh, the day before I did this, my daughter, who's a huge ride fanatic, uh, is going with us in 21 days, 27 days. I don't days. know what the count is. She said, Dad, can we go and do the ride challenge when I'm with you? And, of course, I'm like, because I was excited for it. I'm like, yeah, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, and then when she asked you, you yelled at her. <laughs> yeah. The night that I that I failed it, I was talking to Danielle, and in the background, I hear my daughter going, Dad, can we do the challenge? I was like, no, I don't want to hear about this challenge again. Um, maybe if it's under different circumstances, I would try it, and uh, I wouldn't do the running. I would just <laughs> – you can't really take it easy, but I think I'd have to take it easy a little bit. Yeah. It was pretty excruciating. You want to hear about my ride experience? What? I went on two rides the whole time I was there. How many parks did you do? Two? Three. So you did three days of parks? Well, I did Monday, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday. Well, that's not, I mean, we've done trips, just you and I, where we've gone days where we haven't hit rides. Yeah, I mean, I just, the only reason that I did was because I was hot, and I was able to get a quick fast pass for Dinosaur, and then I like to go on the safari, but you don't always like to go on the safari because you feel trapped. Yeah, that's anxiety-inducing. There's some rides that, that are longer rides that you know you can't get off for a while. Yeah. Like, what do you do if the ride breaks down in, like, the middle of uh, the savannah? The lions probably attack you, I'm guessing. You think? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Disney is definitely putting our lives in danger there. We should never go on it again. But just think about it. Like, if, if you're – I'll tell a quick story that uh, it's still embarrassing to, to me to this day. Uh, when I was probably 20, I, I was – dealing with a, a stomach bug while I was at Disney and I went on um, your favorite ride, the great movie ride. Oh, so um, I story? I'm sure I've told it before. I've had a lot of bad experiences at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always the most magical place on earth. Um, so I got on the great movie ride, which you know is, is probably a solid 15 minutes long. Oh yeah. Maybe a little bit longer than that. So my stomach was bubbling a little bit, like, right in the beginning. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm just going to ignore it. By, I think it was the alien scene, I was in full cold sweats, like something was going to happen. So 
Oh my god, it's embarrassing you're talking about it now. I don't think you've ever told me this story, and it makes it it is like making things so much more like clear to me now. Now all my issues are coming to well, light. Well, because we, because we'll like wait in line for a ride, and we'll go to get on it, and you'll be like. I'm not getting on a ride and you just like run off and it's never the scary <laughs> ride. It's always like the super like tame. It's a, like spaceship earth. Like something you're stuck on for. But I don't think you've ever jumped off spaceship yeah, earth. It was oh, a mo- yes, I have. Not that I remember the movie ride and the, um, whatchamacallit safari. Yeah. Well, I mean at the movie ride. So after I got past that one scene, I had to throw my hand up. I've never heard this story before. I know I would have remembered it. It all makes sense now. And I don't remember what position I had within the vehicle, whether I was towards the front or middle or the back. But I I know I had to put a little effort in to get the guy's attention. So I'm like, wait, wait, I got a problem. problem." (laughs) And I remember, like, you know, the look of confusion. I think it was a girl. And uh, stopping the ride vehicle. And obviously everybody's looking back at me because I'm the moron stopping their experience. And, uh, <laughs> boy, I don't remember if she had to call somebody over or she took care of it herself, but they had to, like, usher me to this exit. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was embarrassing. That sounds even worse than your jury duty story when you had to stop court. Yeah, I've had two of these issues in my entire <laughs> life. We, I had a jury duty, was it two years ago? Yeah. And, um, if anybody's ever had jury duty, you get limited breaks in between. You know, obviously, they're going to take care of you. But we just had finished, I think, lunch. So uh, we weren't going to be getting a break anytime soon. And court started, and all of a sudden I realized I had to, like, pee. Worse anything in the world. Like, I'm squeezing my legs together, and I'm crouching Lord, over. I would see you a diaper. I probably should get a diaper. <laughs> but uh, at some point, I, I realized that this was happening. <laughs> I had to leave or I was going to go in my pants. So I wouldn't raise my hand up in the middle of court, like right in the middle of testimony. I'm like, judge, I got to use the bathroom. <laughs> and once again, escorted out in front of everybody in a, in a big scene. So yeah, you wonder why I have so many issues. I know why you have issues. I just didn't know about these. It's not easy being Rudy. It's yeah, not easy I know. Everybody you, thinks. You've got a really tough life. <laughs> but anyway, that was my 49 ride challenge. Um, don't be discouraged over the fact that I couldn't do it. We had another member in the group that kind of inspired me to do it. His name is Pony. He didn't. He got 45 in. Yeah. It was 45 or 40. Has anybody ever actually finished it? People have finished it. And unfortunately with this Parkology, I was looking at it again today. Um, they make it even less fun than I had because with their rules, you've got to register a day in advance. You have to tweet a picture of yourself. On every ride. On every ride as you're doing it. With the hashtag Parkology, uh, you have to take pictures of your fast passes. You have to take pictures of whether or not your fast pass has worked or not. Like it's it's this whole process, which uh, to me made it seem like even more of a job than it felt like already. Well, yeah, because you got to take the time to do that. Yeah, which I just think is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if people are going to scam it, they're going to scam it. And you yeah. could jump on a ride and take a picture and jump right off. Yeah, I mean the hashtag. I mean they're they're basically getting free publicity, and there's probably which is smart. Yeah, no, definitely. But there's pro- they're probably um, their sites probably monetized all over the place too. They probably get advertisers and stuff. So. Yes, yeah, so I would suggest if you're gonna do it, just do it on your own. I wouldn't go through the whole parkology nonsense. Set yourself up a goal, and um, I would say though, if you feel run down and you feel like you're gonna pass out. Stop doing it. Don't be dumb like me. I just just enjoy your vacation. <laughs> well, I mean, it just doesn't even sound like fun. It wasn't. 
And I was totally honest with you that night when when I got done with it, I was like, that was literally the worst day I've ever had in Disney. And I've been pretty sick at Disney before. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just the fact that it was stressful, it was physically exhausting. I mean, it, I've been tired at Disney before, but I thought I might have like heat stroke or something at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would definitely take precautions. Don't be dumb like me. Don't ever be like me. We need that needs to be a group hashtag don't be like Rudy. or something like don't be dumb like Rudy. Yeah, it really should be because uh, I do a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah. And uh, I should be like the poster child for not doing dumb stuff. <laughs> don't be like this guy. Don't do what I do. Or maybe we should just do like your face with like a, one of those like non-smoking like we probably, circles with a thing through it. It probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I, those things, we'd probably be able to retire off sales from that. And it would be a lot of help for people. It would probably be a lot of help for Disney so they wouldn't have to deal with so many morons like myself. It's true. But, uh, yeah, and with the amount of help that I had to not be able to finish it was even more uh, – it was frustrating to kind of think, like, well, how's your average person do it that doesn't have cast member friends or doesn't have paper fast passes or or any of the other nonsense I was trying to pull off to get this thing done. So uh, – and I also try to do it in a, a lesser time than most people, 15 hours. It's probably the least amount of time you have in the park. Well, it's just because the park's closed early that week? It, it's September. So yeah. usually September hours are nine to nine. Yeah. Some, you know, you'll get a couple days that are a little bit later, but uh, they say during the summer, I think park hours are close to 18, 20 hours they're open. Why is that? Just because it's not as busy in the... Yeah, I guess that's considered a slower season. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really not. It's not There's slow. no slow season no. anymore. And that's why I always find find it funny, like they're closing Rafiki's Planet Watch for refurbishment while it's slow. It's never slow. No, although I do have to say, the day that I was at Hollywood, which was last Wednesday, a week ago today, mm. um, I walked by Star Tours twice, and both times the wait time was only 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, you do get lucky at some parks. They'll be a little slower than normal. Mm-hmm. But you remember when we used to take trips in December. I mean, oh, all four yeah. parks were, were fairly, I shouldn't say quiet. And the cheerleaders were there. Oh, my God, the cheerleaders, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people give them a hard time as well. A lot of people give a hard time to the Brazilian tour groups because they're loud and obnoxious. But yeah. um, the, the cheerleaders are probably even more louder and obnoxious. So it can't really, I guess it's just a group thing. You get a group of kids. I don't care whether they're Brazilian or American or whatever. They're going to be loud and obnoxious. Right. I was loud and obnoxious when I was young. Now I'm old and obnoxious. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if it's a young thing. Yeah. So that was my uh, my big parkology 49 ride challenge. Big failure. Very disappointing. You tried. It's not a failure if you tried. I think you just got inspiration from Yoda, didn't you? No. There's too many Yodas in here. No, I get my own inspiration. <laughs> I don't need no Yoda. I did try. And uh, we are going back down in 21 days or 22 days or whatever it is. I think it's more than that. Um. Well, it's only 30 days until our meetup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. So I'll remind you guys before we get off the air, uh, we have our meetup November 4th at 5 o'clock at Anaheim Produce. Yep. Looks like it's going to be a huge turnout. We've got more people RSVP'd this year than the previous year. As this thing continues to grow year by year, it gets larger and larger. So, yeah, make sure you get out there. RSVP on our Crazy for Disney group if you haven't already. Just so we'd like to get a basic idea of who's going to be there. Of course, it's never right, but well, no, it's close. I mean, yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll be on the air again. Well, you're not back until Sunday, correct? You know you can do this without me, right? I have done one without you recently. You could do another one. 
but I'd like to see your face. I'd like to talk yeah. to you. This is the only time we talk. Why don't you look at a picture of me? This is the only time we talk. Yeah, I mean, the other times we just sit there and play on our phones and watch TV, and when we're doing a podcast, we're forced to talk to each other. Yeah, it sucks. For you. <laughs> I still have love in my heart. Do you? <laughs> With that, though, we will get going, and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye, guys.